we're on. We got through that whole podcast without talking about one of the biggest tech stories of the week, uh, which was Twitter banning Donald Trump. But yeah. given that you've just done a radio spot talking about it, I thought, let's talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have many strong opinions. Um, here's my main view. It's like today, Spotify and YouTube. and Now it's everyone, right? Anyone with a platform is saying they're banning Donald Trump. Who the fuck were you all four years ago? Or six years ago? Exactly. Like, yeah. Like he said a couple of things that are inflammatory in recent days, but frankly, he said pretty much the same thing many times. People have said worse than that. And I'm, I'm going to look for it right now. During during the Black Lives Matter protests and the riots and like how how bad like was did yeah. that go? Yeah. Um, the ex, the speaker. No, so the 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 pres, vice president elect during the whole Black Lives Matter dramas after the death of uh, what was his name Floyd? Anyway, the guy George Floyd, George Floyd, whoever his name is, and that was a massive thing. She, I think, she was saying, "Burn it to the ground." She was, you know, she's obviously she's an African American woman, yeah, passionate about it, and that was her reaction on Twitter was, "Burn it to the ground." She used the words "burn to the ground," and if if Donald Trump had have tweeted that, how do you reckon that would have gone down? You know so what? The problem is here, right? They play the man, not the ball. Well, aside from even comparing one person to another, right? I guess my concern is everyone has this sense of freedom and freedom of speech and all this stuff in America. And yet they've just taken away his freedom to have that speech, right? Well, it's First Amendment, mate. But <laughs> Free speech. But also, yeah. you know, Australia has really good, strong censorship. And I had this conversation, um, I don't know if we brought it up on the podcast, um, at the end of the, the last year where I was talking about Facebook scams, you know, scam ads, yeah. and why Facebook's allowed to even run them, right? You want to run an ad... On Channel 9 or Channel 7, it has to get, you have to pay 150, 200 bucks to have a company called Clear Ads look at it and check that it meets the standards. Yeah? Yep. That it's not lies, let alone meeting of the course. standards for of broadcast. Yep. Yet Facebook can just take money randomly from scammers who run ads for scam products. Now, the issue I have is they, they think, they're, they think they're, they're creating this you know, level of freedom, but then they set all these rules about what they want on their platforms and what they don't want. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's the interpretation. Like what, what gives him the right, this, these platforms the right to decide whether that is inciting, whether it's, it's uh, anything. Like who gives that? Unless it's pl- like patently obvious where if I, if, if I got up there and said, kill them, do this, you know, burn it to the ground, that's obvious. That's, that's not appropriate for that platform. Yeah, yeah. But when, when you're talking about justice and... Uh, the uh, election fraud, and and that's kind of basically what Trump's tweets are all about. He goes, you know, we'll win back the White House and all this. We'll 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 mm. we'll bri- we'll get justice. He he, I've seen a lot worse on Twitter. In fact, yeah. I've seen there's porn on Twitter. Well, this is a good conversation because I'm thinking you're right. There is like there's, there's some pretty hardcore pornography on Twitter. There's some pretty hardcore stuff there. And if you're gonna have a filtration system, then that system should be like when I was a kid. If you wanted to get <laughs> pornography. Just you go had to twi- go to the news agency, <laughs> and and you flick, had to somehow the get yeah, yeah. the news agent to allow yeah. you to buy yeah. a porno. So you couldn't do that because they wouldn't let you. So you bought People magazine instead. 
which was, you know, which Tamer was like version, Instagram yeah. of the day, or, right? Mate, do you remember at school, you're in high school, and some bloke's got a Playboy, and all the boys would gather around and go, oh, because you couldn't see it. There's no, no other way you would have seen that. Whereas now, yeah. not only have we got the open internet oh, where mate. there is that stuff, Absolutely. but you've got a platform that's willing to stop and censor someone, yeah. but allow... And, and you showed me the account, which I'm sure you just stumbled across, <laughs> of, of someone who's clearly a, a, yeah. a, an adult uh, yeah, actress, yeah. star, whatever you yeah, want to yeah, call it. She yeah. takes photos of herself with no clothes on. Yeah. Verified. Yes. Verified on Twitter. Yes. I just, Big mate, family. honestly, I think it's all far too convenient <laughs> but you know that, that he is seven days away from not being president anymore and they take this action. So, you know, if, if they had done this two years ago... We all know he would have made presidential decrees to ban those companies, do something, because yeah. that's the kind of reaction Absolutely. he would have had. Look, they are gutless. That's what they are. Well, just to qualify, pornography is not going to make people want to burn the Capitol building down, okay? It's yeah. not going to want sure. to incite There are violence. restrictions upon it. I know there is, and, and I agree with you, but that's a good example of the, how, okay, there's, there's standards that they, they claim to have, right? And... The where the point we're at now, and it's the the most surprising part is that it's in it's in America where your First Amendment rights have have been yeah for for that that's your right to do to do freedom of speech is been is is part of the deal over there for for that now to be opened for in, interpretation it's now the interpretation of what that free speech happens to be is in the hands of tech companies. Yeah. Is in the hands of Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey and all these other platforms. Tim Cook, who who banned Parler from the App Store. Mark Zuckerberg, who's not only banned Trump, but says Facebook says we'll probably never let him back on there again. At the moment, if you stuff up on Facebook, and I've got mates who they sail pretty close to the wind with some some pretty sm- like really <laughs> like really cheeky memes and stuff and. And they joke, oh, ban coming in three, two, one, and they get a 30-day ban. And they're back on again. For them to say, never going to be admitted to the platform ever again, that's that's like a death sentence. Who's to say that in 30 days he's going to continue to do that? Who's to say that that beforehand what he said deserved him to be kicked off the platform? I know there's there's a lot of dislike for Trump, and I can understand why. He... I personally think that my story of Donald Trump is I personally think that he never in his wildest dreams ever thought he was going to get elected president. Yeah. He thought, holy fuck, what do I do now? I'm president of the United States. Yeah. And he couldn't stop being himself. Yes. How he's conducted business in 45 years he's been around and how he carried himself, he, he knew nothing different. I've got to give him that. That he wasn't a fake president. He was him. He, he was himself. He was himself, yeah. And he's not a politician. He's a businessman. He's not going to tell you what you want to hear, like a politician will. What he's going to tell you is something sometimes out out of out of the box, and something that you're not comfortable hearing. Something that people aren't used to hearing. So people get uncomfortable with change. They get uncomfortable with things that aren't in their comfort zone. And that's why I reckon he, got, he pissed a lot of people off. Yes, he's a dickhead. Yes, he said some stupid things. Yes, he's not the most polished public speaker. Yes, he, he treats the media with disdain sometimes. And rather than endearing himself to the media, he's just gone to war with the media. Yes, but that's him. And, yeah. and I, I think he deserves credit for being himself rather than being this fake person. <coughs> Excuse me. I, um, I just can't get past the fact that they all have done this with a week to go. 
Yeah. And it's it's well, just gutless. The, it's the just gutless. Biden and Kamala Harris were asking for it for weeks. They said he should be banned. They've all been asking for it for and, weeks. And but the other thing is, it also just highlights the uh, the filter that can be placed upon what we hear, see, and read. Yeah. Now, in this case, many would argue that's fine. We don't need to see that, so filter it away. But then you've got Google, who are still fighting this ACCC uh, news action. Uh, the ACCC say, we don't know what Google's problem is. We, we negotiated for some time and gave them pretty much <laughs> everything they wanted, so yeah. what's their problem? Yeah. But we now know that Google is testing with 1% of the population not using uh, mass media results in search and engine results. And using tech light on EFTM? Hope so. Hope so. Jeez. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but that's... Like it, but, that, but that's forget good, forget the ACCC action, but it just shows their little algorithm yeah. is the thing that controls what okay. we see. That's a really good segue into sort of this whole election and how social media can affect election outcomes. And maybe cast your mind back four years ago, where the big thing was about how, like you know, Trump's questioning the validity of the election now, right? Yeah. He reckons there might have been outside interference, it's fraud, blah blah blah. Right? He called it months ago, by the way. He said at the debate, he goes, "This is open to fraud." I'm going to get, I'll get done here. If I lose the election, it's because of that. He called that months ago. But you cast your mind back four years ago when the speculation was all about the Russian interference of yeah. the election. And this is, this is the Democrats saying, yeah. the Russians influenced this election. Yet, and that was credible. That was what was, was, was um, shown on the mainstream media. Yeah. This time out, and I've read a lot of stuff on Twitter and about all these investigations and, and judges just refusing to entertain the fact that, that there could have been any kind of fraud and, uh, you know, why, why don't you verify the signatures? They don't want to verify the signatures. Uh, the I think I heard the Italian government was saying something about the Dominion software and how they had someone on record saying that they were they were, they could they could do this and this and this to the software and have influenced things and yeah. dead people voting and it's all this stuff. Yet they were complaining about the same thing four years ago, and were getting traction with it. There wasn't; they didn't overturn the election result. But the fact that Trump's saying it now, they're they're sort of dismissing it and saying, "Yeah, no, nah, mate, you're wrong." Yeah. So, like, see how sort of the the difference is there? It's just a little bit unbalanced. And the the fact that you know Facebook and Twitter and all these platforms, they're all they're all after one thing: your data and and money. Yeah. And the fact that. Facebook can turn around one day and say, oh, no, Trump, you're banned. We don't like what you're saying. But yet leak, to have all this data that they hand out, hand over fist to advertisers and, you you know, we're the product because it's our data. Yeah. It's just like, what what are they doing? Like what's, what's, what's fair income here? And I think that's the problem for, and you think about our kids and trying to educate them on how they make those decisions about, you know, politics. They've got to vote. Um, how do they make those decisions based on informed reality? Because, in essence, they're getting a filtered view of the world. Absolutely. You're already filtered because your parents are always, you know, one way or the other, and yep. you kind of get that basic filtration. Yep. But then your ability to go and just read the paper now is diminished by the fact that kids are stuck in their phones yep. and they're watching a YouTube channel or an Instagram and or a TikTok. And they're sort of basically shit reading what other people have taken the trouble to share. And the more so of one style of thing they read or yeah. see, they're going to see more of it. Well, you know, it's the way the algorithm works. But that's how the media works too, mate. The media, which which you you, you would hope is fair and balanced, doesn't always work that way. The media reports things because that's that's kind of fits in more with their with their take on the world. Like it's mm. the the you you the classic thing was when you whenever I was in the states and even now you can watch them here. You watch CNN. They're anti-Trump. They're everything that you know. There's damned if you do, damned if you don't. If Trump does anything, it's damned if you if he did. So yeah. 
they, they were always taking that sort of negative angle towards Trump. Fox News, on the other hand, is a little bit more Trump sympathetic or more in favour, so they look on him more positively. So that's that's just naming just two stations where, yeah. depending on their view, is whether they're going to be more sympathetic to Trump or harder on him. It's really easy to see that, and now we've got social media getting involved, and they're they're also virtually like casting their vote on what they think of him as well. But I guess the, I think most people appreciate that you can you know which way those big networks lean. Whereas you Absolutely. assume you yeah. assume that your Facebook feed doesn't lean any way other than well, towards it depends the who you you're follow. friends with too. Like yeah. a lot, of, like you can tell. Oh, some of my friends they share a lot of stuff that bags Scott Morrison. That they share a lot of climate change stuff, and they share a lot of stuff about how you know we, if we don't do something, if the climate emergency and all that. You know what? I respect that. That's their view. If they can back it up with fact, I'm I'm I'll listen to it. Like you know, I drive an electric car and I have got solar panels at home, so I'm I'm doing my part. But I don't need anyone lecturing me about how the world's going to hell in a handbasket because you know global the, the temperatures went up one degree in a hundred years. Uh, I don't know. That's that's just it's become now. It's like religion, climate change. It's not whether you can prove it; it's whether you believe it. Yeah. That, that's how it's come to become to me, and I, I think that it, it's also a massive industry too. Climate change and the the whole green side of the of things has become a massive industry, and and people aren't gonna. They're not going to cut off their income by changing their view. The view, yeah. If it's making them money, they can get get sponsored and whatever that happens to them. If they support this side of that, that view, then they're going to keep doing it. That's the thing. Yeah. Do you think Twitter uh, goes back on its ban and uh, brings him back with his eighty-eight well, million followers or something? What's because frankly, without do? without like, social media, he, he he's he's gone. Yeah. But what what's he going to? Also, he can't run again in twenty twenty four if this but, impeachment goes through. But he, but yeah. Well, exactly. But here's the thing too. They, 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 real Donald Trump, they banned. Then when he started tweeting on POTUS, they banned that too. Yeah. They banned the President of the United States. Because they States. said that, you, that part of their conditions is you can't tweet under another name. But he's the, but he's the President. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just like... Imagine that conversation. Imagine being there. Oh. And he's like, sorry, sir, they've just, uh, they've blocked your account. Why is it not working? <laughs> they've blocked your account. Right, yeah. give, me the, give me the password of POTUS. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. I don't have that. I have to ring someone. Holy crap! He wants the password yeah. for POTUS. Oh, look. I I don't know whether. Oh, I'd I'd like to see my and I part of that radio interview that I did. One of the questions they asked me, he goes, "How about Twitter? If it wasn't for Trump, but not many people would have heard of Twitter today. Yeah. He's made Twitter what it is. Like he's for for good or bad, whatever you agree with him or not, he's just electrified Twitter." Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think? I reckon that their their rise in their value over the last four years is because of Trump. Yeah, well, there, there's not much else doing on there now, well, other than politics. Will they bring him back? It stopped growing. Yeah, Twi- Twitter is. Yeah, well, it won't grow much now. It won't grow much now. No. Didn't they? Didn't they? So, how many? How many followers did he have? Eighty-eight million or something. Was that? Well, I thought it was more than that. Okay. So there, and and a lot of other accounts. They've, I think, all his family have been barred too. Like his sons, their accounts are gone too. Like just it's just barring. It's this like, is the problem. They're just it's barring like, people left, right, and yeah, center. No, it's like. Is there? There's no appeal procedure, I suppose, because they they got the keys to the car. You can't change their mind if they decide that you're banned. You're banned, aren't you? It's like you're it's not like trying, for the trying, trying to convince a soup Nazi you you, you, you deserve soup. If you know, he says no soup for you, that's it. He, I saw um, he came up in my Facebook feed the other day. He's doing Cameo. You know that that website Cameo where you can pay a celebrity to do stuff. He goes, no soup for you, and I'll I'll do that for you, and you tell me about your friend. That's, and I, that's awesome. I'm like, how 
How, how much lucrative would that be for celebrities? Something like ten or twenty bucks, something. No, I think the the good ones are you know a couple hundred or something. Is that right? Yeah, that's a smart idea. Is it though? It just takes it. Well, oh, look, George Clooney wouldn't do it, or would he? I don't know. How much money's money? These these people they're they're banking on. Once their you get fame. to a certain amount of money, I think money is yeah. irrelevant. Yeah, I suppose. But time is money, I guess. Yeah, true. If you could yeah. cameo one person, who would it be? But that's their but that's their product. Um. George Lucas. Yeah, wonderful. And Sylvester Stallone. Yo, Adrian. Yeah. Yo, Steven. Uh, you reckon he'd do big, that? Big Rocky fan. Big Rocky Stallone Balboa. Fan. Big fan. Yeah. And George Lucas. I'd love, mate, if I would, if, if I met George Lucas, I could say my life's complete. If I died tomorrow, I would, it, it'd be, my life would be good. Just to shake his hand and say, thank you for doing what you did and creating this amazing thing. That's all I would say to him. I'd, I'd, I don't know how I'd react if I met him in person, or if I met Mark Hamill, who was Luke Skywalker. That'd be cool. And so, sorry. So then you die. Well, Joe rings George Lucas <laughs> and says, "Mate, what's all this stuff yeah. worth?" <laughs> yeah, <A> fair bit. <laughs> She'll be like, "Oh, can someone come and clean out all this stuff?" And I'll, I'll have to make sure I say, "Listen, listen, listen. Yeah. Let, let me if help I'm you dead, on yeah, eBay. There. Out, mate. You, you might want to make sure that we yeah. eBay this don't stuff. Give this away because yeah. this stuff ain't worth giving away. Yeah. Well, touch wood, I'm not going to die anytime. <laughs> um, yeah." No, George, you're old, but George, you're not that old. George Lucas, if you're listening, get in touch, mate. Call me. Oh, look, <laughs> I like to think we're, we're doing very well, but I'm pretty confident yeah. to a level of certainty that George he Lucas... listens to podcasts, George Lucas? He doesn't strike me as a podcast listener. I think he's more of a, you know, a vinyl record... You reckon? ...in the in the, in the the den. Okay. He's a very high-tech man, mate. He sort of pushed technology... You ever think about that limits? with, like, the, the richest people, you know, people that obviously don't work in day jobs and, you know... Yeah. Hard-working movie stars, but they work, yeah. you know, let's say three solid three months, months and then time. six yeah. months off. Yep. What the hell do you do with your time? Especially when you're yeah. at a level like Hem- Hemsworth or Cruz where you, yeah. you can't just go to the shops for a coffee. Nah. Mate, they just enjoy their massive mansion. They That's why in. they have such big mansions, right? So you can oh, just yeah. enjoy a different room, go yeah. to the pool, order something in. You just never go out, would you? You don't reckon Hemsworth just walks down the street in Byron? Uh, I think he does, yeah. I reckon he does, yeah. yeah. I reckon he would too. I think yeah. he'd wear a cap and sunglasses yeah, yeah, so I it's less obvious. Yeah. I, I, who's the biggest star I've seen in person? I, I, I remember going one time. I was in LA one time for Stevie Wonder at CES, but he didn't wave back at me. <laughs> I wonder what that is. <laughs> That's funny. CES is actually a lot of lot of big celebrities. I've yeah, seen Shaq. Shows. I remember. I saw Shaq a few years ago. I remember seeing one of my very first CESs when the Da Vinci Code was coming out. They had uh, Tom Hanks and Ron Howard. At the Sony wow. press conference. That was awesome. Uh, do you remember when um, Will Smith came out at the yes. end of the Sony press conference? He was promoting Not Many Black. He was promoting another movie. <sighs> I remember that too. Yeah, yeah. But Sony tend to do that. They've got some pool with they got their some, big stars. Yeah, they've got some reasonable uh, I remember people. Lady Gaga was there one year. Um, I, remember, I remember lining up to talk to James Patterson, who's a really prolific author. I remember chatting to him. I interviewed him. I was still working at the telly at the time. And this is when Kindles were sort of coming through e-readers. This was, I like think, 2009. And uh, I remember asking him, I said, well, what, what do you think of e-readers? And he goes, look, I, I reckon they're great. He goes, whatever, whatever, however you want to do it, as long as you're reading, if it's on a screen, good luck. Like, it's still, you're yeah. still reading. It's great. So that, that was pretty cool meeting him. But um, I'm, uh, I do like following... I like following celebrity Instagram accounts. Right. You get a bit of an insight. Like Stallone's got a really good one. His official Sly Stallone account where he he does some Q&As. He's like some re, um, followers send him questions and, 
he shares a few things and talks about these projects that he's doing now. Like one thing he's doing now that I discovered on Instagram is he's re-editing Rocky Four. He's got a director's cut of Rocky Four coming out. That's right. the one you know, where he fights Dolph Lundgren. And it's funny, he he tweeted uh, he 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 posted on Instagram the other day a, a still out of the movie. He goes, oh, I'm going to be seeing the complete my new director's cut today. And Dolph Lundgren replies, you know, he plays the Russian guy. He goes, do I win this time? <laughs> so I, it was That's a, gold. I was laugh out loud. It was very funny. Sometimes but, um, the best comments are the celebrity ones that oh, you know, they know each other yeah. and stuff. I like the fact, too, that when you you see, uh, if say you, say you and I follow an account, right, and say if you've liked it, yeah. it comes up. Yeah, it if shows I'm your you friend, that. it shows, yeah. oh, Trevor Long and 500 others like this yeah. and others or whatever. I find that really interesting of who who follows which accounts and who what we've got in common with some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some interesting ones there. But we, um, we don't have a similar Instagram feed. I can tell you that. No, maybe Seen not. Yours. Maybe not. Well, who, who is your like? My go-to Instagram are a lot of Hollywood like celebrities and my friends, I of don't, course, don't. my mates. I just really and, mine is and very a few, a few models. I, I follow <laughs> my, the various descriptions. Mine is. People I know, really, yeah. Yeah, people in the industry. And to be honest, I don't scroll yeah, through the companies. feed anymore. Yeah, I do sometimes. I rarely scroll through I the feed. I do follow some good astrophotographers. There's a, there's a guy called, his name's Trevor. Trevor Jones. Oh, what a legend. His name's Trevor Jones. He's got a great YouTube channel called Astro Backyard. He's a, probably the best astrophotographer on the planet right, right. now. And his YouTube videos are great. He's, he's got great, he posts his great photos on Mine Instagram. are either motorsport Yep. So, like racing drivers, yeah, or radio people I, I work with, yeah, or producers that I've worked with. They're yeah. literally just people I know. There's a few, like I Brickman, um, okay. Oh, the Lego dude, Slorks. Do you buy Trev? Um, <laughs> yeah, I follow you too, but I can't understand what, can't he, understand what he's saying. <laughs> Every now and then I'll say, I "What said, was that about?" No, I, I, I suggested. I, I think I sent him a message. I said, "Mate, consider some subtitles. I'd like to hear what you got to say, but I can't understand a word you're saying." Yeah, well. Don't don't mention subtitles to me, mate. I had a comment the other day um, on EFTM. I put up guy a guy who used to work at SBS saying subtitles. Yeah, uh, so I put up a vlog and someone commented, "This would be so much better with uh, captions, so that we can uh, for those on a mobile experience." And I just wrote back, "Haven't you got headphones?" Yeah, I just wrote back, "A vlog of all things is really not the kind of thing that you can get the sense of." From captions, you know yeah. the kind some, of some interactions. The some fun. included, uh, some include that. Yeah, well, good on short them. They got the time and the money. Good luck. Yeah. To them. <laughs> I don't have neither They're the time doing very well. nor the money <laughs> to put captions on a bloody video. When yeah. my videos are getting ten thousand views every single time, I'll start captioning the bloody things. All Absolutely, right. Absolutely, yeah. You know, too. there's kind of a yeah. There's a threshold you need to be at before you really start. This is true. Putting in the not effort, but yeah. a, they're those they're those little extra they're those little extras which are great. Mm. They're nice to have, unfortunately. Yeah, which but, is but terrible so for this the, guy was complaining couldn't hear you so he didn't have his headphones didn't have yeah wanted to watch it at work or you know. I would have said mate I'll shout you a pair of headphones oh I wouldn't that would have been my comment where where do you live I'll send you a pair of wired fifty dollar earphones I oh, was a touch more brutal <laughs> yeah mate you might get banned off Twitter yourself the way you go I mean yeah it's, it's it's how are you not banned off Twitter <laughs> hey you're worse than Donald Trump some of the shit you've said <laughs> <laughs> but I don't incite violence. No, that's true. I may threaten it. No, <laughs> I, I've I got a I got a thirty day not a thirty day three day ban on the go. What do they do three on day Facebook on Twitter? Really? Yeah, yeah, I think I showed you. What did you do? Oh, some bloke was having a crack at me, and I called him a you know a flaming c word, and and I had a real crack at him because he was having a dig, and I thought, right, you're going to play all that? I'll play. You want to play hardball with me? I'll play hardball worse. 
because, because I basically called him a lying, you know, c word. Yeah. Um, I got the ban. Smashed. Oh. Yeah, sat out. I got sat out for three days or whatever it was. How did that affect your life? Not really. Not really, no. Just couldn't share my stories. It was over the weekend, so it didn't matter much. It was like, I'm pretty sure it was a three day. Or is that such a thing? Don't know. It wasn't a month. Was it? I would have felt that, but it was. Yeah. It was like might have been like four days or something like that, or a week. Might have been a week. We were in New York with um, Samsung, right? A couple of years ago. Shit. Yeah. When I got the news that my account's been paused for <laughs> a number of days. Yeah. We'll let Donald Trump go, but we're gonna we're gonna kick you off. Yeah. Too little, too late. I'm telling you the whole thing. Yeah, I know. Isn't it funny how right at the end of his presidency that they decided to do that? And, and, did I, you, and by the way, I have to make a point here. I'm sick of these dickheads sending me the photo. There's a guy, you know the guy with the with the horns and the face paint? Yeah, yeah. In the background, some fucking Souths. idiot doctored a photo where he's wearing a South jersey, right? And then someone... I've, I've had the fucking 50... It. Yeah, I've had 50 people text me saying, oh, there's always one. Always one there. That's true. Right? And so what I did, I searched for, I searched it and thought, fuck, there it is. He's not, he's not wearing a South jersey at all. Fake news. I, my reply to all of them was the original photo and fake news. So, spoil, spoil. don't you insult what the What about the son like of the guy who, who invented and designed the Captain America logo came out saying, this is not how my dad would have wanted it to be used. Because oh. there was heaps of people raiding the Capitol wearing Captain America logos, thinking they were genius, you know, yeah, Americans. I know, I know. But you know what, like... There, there was, I, I saw the police, why did they open the barricades? Why did they pull the barricades apart and let everyone in? It why makes they do no that? sense. Why did they do that? Makes no sense. That, so that says come in to me, doesn't it? Does yeah. that say come in? Yeah. If we're at the Apple Apple keynote and they pull the barriers open, do you just stand there or do Again, you walk through? you don't know whether these you know quotes that appear, non-inspirational ones, but whatever, are actually real. But there was one last night I saw on Facebook, someone said, Nancy Pelosi said her, her young staff knew to... Barricade the doors and hide under the desk because they learnt it at school. <laughs> Says everything about America. Yeah. In you case know what I mean? Gunman or something. Yeah. You know, Aussie kids wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Because we don't have that problem. It's such a funny thing about how Americans think they're the greatest country in the world and don't realise just how bad they've got it. I know. Like, and I genuinely, I mean, maybe not now with Biden in, but, you know, if we had open borders and stuff, geez, you'd, you'd think you would actually start to see an influx of, you know, Potential Ameri- immigration. People leaving to come to Australia. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Even now, now that we've handled this so well and it's proven that, maybe Australia looks even more desirable, not just for tourism, but as a place to be. Yeah. I'd love it. Well, I think we're benefiting in some areas there. Like, uh, there's a lot of Hollywood actors in Australia now that are filming. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of them that are here. Like, um, Natalie Portman's here. You know, she was in um, yeah. Star Wars prequels and sure. she's an Academy Award winner. Black Swan, she won an Academy Award. Um, she was in Leon the Professional, another good movie. Leon the Professional with uh, Jean Reno and, and Natalie Portman, um, directed by Luc Besson. Besson? Great movie. Leon the Professional, remember that, okay? Really good movie. That's on my list too. Uh, but there's also Liam Neeson's in Melbourne filming a movie and Matt da- um, Mark Wahlberg came out. I think yeah. he's filming something too. And I, I don't know he's gone back already, but he... Um, um, Hemsworth sort of done a deal with Netflix to film the next four movies in Australia and because it's safe to do so. People are coming here. Like yeah. Tom Hanks is back again. I think is he still here, Tom Hanks? No. 
He came back. You're to a do busy the, doing Mission Impossible. He's doing no Tom Hanks, not Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom Hanks. Tom right. Hanks came back. He was here the first. Yeah, that's time. right. He caught it. He caught it, and then he. Yes, no, he was definitely back. I saw yeah, that. He did the El, He's doing the Elvis biopic um, that's been directed by Baz Luhrmann up in on the Gold Coast. Sounds riveting. Yeah, oh, it'd be a great movie. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that if we can attract business like that, if we can attract that kind of industry, and at least we get we get something out of this to show yeah. for it, that I reckon that's a good move. I think it's just tourism now, international tourism that's suffering. Oh, that's mate, the only thing. I was in the city yesterday. I was in the Park Hyatt for the Samsung thing, looking across at the Opera House and the Circular Quay. Empty. Dead. Just goes to show how many international tourists we have. Yeah. Because, look, not, I reckon, you go to the Opera House, it's fair to say 90% of people there are international tourists. Yeah. How often do you go to the Opera House? Not very often. Okay. Well, I'm there occasionally, but 90% of people you'd see on a normal day at the Opera House would be yeah. tourists. International tourists. Yeah. Just goes to show how many we've got. Yeah. And how many we don't have right now. Yeah, and how much trouble we're in because um, because we don't have them. Yeah. And and the thing, someone said to me, you know, but, we're, but Australians are travelling and we're staying places, but we don't spend as much money when we travel. Yeah. So they've got deeper pockets when they're when you're when you're a proper tourist yeah. as opposed to a, just a domestic tourist. But even too, for I read this stat somewhere about the number of people, the number of Australians who've got so much more disposable income now. Yeah. Because they're not spending it on their. We're travel. paying off credit card debt. Yeah. We're, so it's people that've got like numbers. tens of thousands of dollars that they would have normally saved up for a holiday, they've got now to spend. Yeah. So that's 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 kind of that's kind of good. That's a market to be tapped. Yeah. Uh, a lot a lot of well, you try to get a try to get a hotel room in Mudgee or Dubbo or Orange or places like that. Now you can't. Yeah. Because people, that's the only places people can go. Rather than uh, rather than travelling overseas, I just know you're desperate to get home and watch the cricket. Are you desperate? Yeah, I don't mind. I like. You really? It. Would I you? Like, would you put that? I on? have it on in the background here for sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, I might do that. I might keep it in the background. Yeah. I just can't get into it. But the problem was so that the, last the, the test. Sydney test was great. Yeah. So that last day was awesome. I was surrounded by cricket loving people, so I was kind of annoyed by it. But <laughs> on the last day, I um I tuned in. Let's say with four hours to go. And it was there was a bloke batting who had six runs off a hundred and something balls, and I texted. He was just, he was just tap batting. And I said, I said, this is fucking like seriously. <laughs> this bloke, he had this to bloke, stay in though. He had to this bat. bloke is just batting here. He's not scoring any runs. This is the most boring sport in the world. <laughs> but I stuck around and watched every minute of the last four yeah. hours because it was gripping. It was. Well, but you, that's I, the I weird know, thing about said, it. Was it Rob? Was it Jolly? Was it yeah, Rob? Jolly? He's, he's Jolly, Flipsy, fan. and Stig are all cricket all fans. cricket fans. Yeah, yeah. because the last day they had, to, I think their target was four oh seven. Yeah, and they just if they had to, if they bat out the day, it's a draw. Yeah, there's no way they're going to win. There's no, there's no way they were going to get the runs. They just had to just bat, just bat. And it they out. did. Yeah, and they did. It was good. And now Australia are three for one hundred two. Well, Australia have to win this test to win the series. They, yeah. they can't otherwise it stays drawn and the India retain it. They, well. Is it the Gavaska Border Trophy? Yep. Yeah. It hasn't gone well for our top border. Let's just say that and one. And Joe, my wife worked at the SCG, so she worked five days in a row last week at the SCG. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Good earnings. All right, Stephen, let's do it again next week. No problem. You sure? I mean, Lock it in. You're back? Yeah. Carry over champ? Yeah. Just play, should we play 10-second timer? Lock it in. Okay, it's done. See you then.